0: Ladies and gentlemen, start your stopwatches because you're listening to the dispatches on the clock, and that means we're going to spend the next 15 minutes or less talking about why abortion is not healthcare. So a couple of days ago I saw a tweet that was doing the rounds on Twitter from someone who has a blue check mark, a very short, sharp and straight to the point tweet in which they said this is just your friendly reminder that abortion is healthcare." Another version of the same dishonesty is when people refer to the act of abortion as reproductive health or reproductive health care. Here's the thing though, that's not true, it's absolutely not true. First of all, let's try and get our head around what authentic healthcare might actually look like. And in a nutshell, I think a good definition of authentic healthcare is that it is about a caring application of knowledge and technology for the benefit of the sick. So it's about our medical knowledge, uh, our biological knowledge, our physiological knowledge, our knowledge of chemistry, uh, the technologies that have evolved. Uh, As a result of that, the practices, the therapies that we know work and the things that we don't, we bring all of that to bear to care for those who are unwell in whatever shape or form their illness might actually take. And there might be three different possible outcomes or applications, if you like, of this. One is we are able to cure the patient. So we give them a therapy or we provide some sort of medicine for them, and that cures whatever it is that ails them. The problem goes away. If we can't do that, we would try and bring that knowledge and technology to the fore to bring about some sort of healthcare equilibrium for the person. So maybe it's a a condition they have to live with for the rest of their life, but we can bring relief, so the excesses of that are sort of kept in check, or we can provide things like uh, medications or therapies that allow them to actually function and have a good stable flourishing life, despite the fact that whatever their condition is, is not going to actually leave them. And then third and last of all is maybe we've got a situation where we can't cure the patient and we can't bring about a an ongoing equilibrium because let's say they are terminal, they are dying. So in that case, what we would do is we would bring that knowledge and technology to bear to ensure that that person has a caring and healthy death. And so, as you can see, it's all about health and well-being and about care. That's what healthcare is all about. But abortion fails all of those tests. There is nothing caring about deliberately ending the life of of an innocent human being, because when we do this, we rob them of their very health. Their health is irreversibly damaged. It is destroyed, it is taken away from them, never ever to return again. So there's nothing that's related to health and there's nothing related to care about deliberately ending the life of an unborn human being. And that's what happens every time there is an abortion. An abortionist goes into a womb and deliberately directly, intentionally ends the life of an innocent human being. There's no getting away from that fact, which is why this abortion is healthcare dishonesty is used. We'll talk about that in just a second. Calling abortion healthcare is like calling a lobotomy Humane psychiatric care or calling eugenic sterilizations an act of social care and well-being. These things are lies. They are euphemisms. They are dishonesties. They are intended to hide the true reality of what's actually going on here. Now, I can hear some of you maybe saying, Brendan, but what about things like ectopic pregnancy? Sure, in the situation of ectopic pregnancy where the embryo doesn't implant properly in the womb and starts developing in the fallopian tube instead, you've got a very serious issue there, depending on obviously where it actually is situated in the development. But usually and very commonly, what that will mean is that if you don't do anything, both parties will die. There will be a rupture at some point and it will be very, very bad for both parties. The the, the point is, though, that our response to ectopic pregnancy is not abortion. We use a therapeutic intervention in response to that. Abortion is not the answer to ectopic pregnancy. It's not the thing that we do there. About a year or so back, I had the privilege of speaking to uh, a friend, David Quinn. You might remember the interview that we had on uh, Monday Night Live. Uh, He's from Ireland. He is the director of the Iona Institute, a think tank that's based over there. And we were talking about the issue of abortion. And he talked about the fact that in Ireland, where previously they had one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the world, they also had one of the safest maternal mortality rates And so what that means is they had the lowest rate of pregnancy-related death and dying. And that's quite amazing because they weren't a rich country and they had this restrictive abortion law. And in theory, what that means is, according to the pro-abortion choice ideologues, the more restrictive your abortion law is, the more women are going to die and there'll be backstreet abortion deaths and all the rest of it. But what David uh, told me, and it's something quite interesting I'd never really considered before, was the fact that in Ireland, because they had that law, because they took a strong pro-life approach... The doctors were a lot more focused on providing good, sound, and effective care to people in those situations. So when they faced situations where there might be a medical risk involved with their pregnancy, they went out of their way to find Actual healthcare solutions, they didn't just default back on abortion because it wasn't so easily available to them. And so, in actual fact, the end result of that was there was better care, there was more humane, caring medicine being practiced in that nation as a result of the fact that abortion was not the default thing that was used in that situation. That's a great example of where you actually see genuine health care being provided to people in these situations, where you could actually say that what you're seeing there is genuine reproductive health care. And as a result, the doctors in Ireland had a better grasp on techniques and the necessary knowledge to actually save lives, and that's why they saved more lives, because they hadn't allowed medicine to become corrupted by the practice of deliberately ending human lives. And the end result was, lo and behold, surprise, surprise, they were actually better at saving lives as a result of that. So why would people do this? Why would they be dishonest about this? Why would they try and claim that abortion is healthcare? Well, for a couple of reasons. Number one is it hides the true reality of what abortion is. The first rule of any form of social engineering is that you've got to start with verbal engineering. You've got to change the language. You've got to use euphemism. You've got to speak dishonestly and hide the truth of what's really going on. Reproductive healthcare, is a great example of this dishonesty because there's three things that are loaded into that statement, reproductive health care. One is that it's about reproduction. Number two is that it's related to health or about health. Number three is that it's caring, right? But abortion is about none of those things. Abortion isn't healthy. It isn't caring for the unborn child. And it destroys Reproduction. It brings it to a rather brutal and barbaric end. And it's not just that, but think about the implication that is loaded into this dishonesty of calling abortion healthcare. The implication here is also that pregnancy is a disease. Pregnancy is a sickness, it's an illness. And when you think about that, that is not only false, but it is truly bizarre. Because the end result of all of this dishonesty, both of these lies, the first lie that abortion is healthcare, and then the lie that uh, pregnancy is a disease or an illness, and it's not natural to the state of womanhood, is that what you end up with is this really, really weird idea that people... Who actually choose to carry their pregnancy to full term, to have their babies they are choosing to participate in nine months of illness and we are celebrating nine months of a diseased state. That is really, really weird. But that's the end result of telling lies about the reality of the world in which we live. And if you don't conform yourself to reality, you end up in some truly bizarre places. So why would you do that? Well, this is about hiding the moral problem that lies at the heart of of abortion, and that is that every abortion involves the deliberate killing of an innocent human being. If we want to practice this in our society, we should have the courage to stand behind our behaviors and not try and hide them. The fact that we are trying to cloak them in this dishonest language tells me that we know we've got a problem here, but we don't want to admit that we know we're doing something here that isn't good. So what you do is you change the language, you re-engineer the verbal in order to re-engineer the social. This is also about abortion extremism because once you call abortion healthcare, then how can you deny healthcare to anyone under any circumstances? Think about it. If abortion is actually healthcare, then it actually becomes a right and it's inhumane and barbaric to deny healthcare to someone so what this does is it opens up the door for these extreme abortion laws that then cloak themselves in the dress of healthcare, And they say, no, 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 there's no moral problem here. This is about healthcare. And how could you be so barbaric, so inhumane as to want to deny health care to those who are seeking it out? You are the evil one. You are the sick one. You're the one with the problem. So what is evil becomes good and what is good? becomes evil. So whatever you do, don't fall for it because abortion isn't healthcare. Abortion involves the very violent and deliberate ending of an innocent human life. Every time there is an abortion, only one of the patients leaves that abortion facility alive. Every time the unborn child has their life deliberately, intentionally ended. And as an innocent human being, that is never a good thing to have happen to you. In fact, I would argue that it is always a grave injustice to deliberately end the life of an innocent human being. Thanks for listening. If you want to support our work, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash left foot media. And if you contribute $5 or more per month, then you will get access to our exclusive full length patrons only episode of the dispatchers podcast every single week. Don't forget, live by goodness, truth and beauty, not by lies. And I will see you next time. On the, on the Clock is brought to you by Left Foot Media. Support our important independent media work at patreon.com forward slash leftfootmedia with just $5 or more per month, and you'll receive exclusive access to our full-length patrons-only episode of The Dispatches podcast every single week. That's patreon.com forward slash leftfootmedia. Link is in the show notes.